This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on a Thursday, a beautiful Thursday, Al. What up, dude? I hurt my voice doing the uh, Chris King Islanders impression. I'm not used to doing that. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I was doing that high pitched voice, and now I got a sore throat. My that throat happens hurts. a lot of times, especially like now. So I'm in the middle of not doing games at all. Yeah. The first one you do, it's it takes a couple of days to kind of get used to it. So you just did that at a very high level. Yes. I can imagine. You kind of strained yourself. I did I, a high-pitched Chris King, New York Islanders, radio play-by-play guy voice, and now my throat hurts. Also found this interesting. I, I didn't know you could do this. So we have vending machines here at work. Yeah. And uh, some of them take credit cards. They do. I know. And the one in the back takes Apple Pay. Oh, I, is that true? I got a kind bar out of the machine by holding my phone yes. up to it. Isn't that cool? They, they, I... they charge you $0.10 cents to use the service. Now, I use my American Express card, which I yeah. found interesting. It was only a five-cent fee oh. for the kind bar. $2 that charged two oh five. Oh, mine did two ten. I, I wonder, wonder if I used the credit card. Unless they was... changed it, because I haven't done it in a while. Maybe it's changed and it's gone they up. They took another five cents. It's possible, which is still worth it. Right. Like, think back. Like, we used to have to have change to get yes. something out of the machine. Then it got revolutionary, and it took With dollars. dollar. <laughs> And it will give you change. Now you can just hold your phone now up to it. I hold my it. phone up to it. It's awesome. Yeah, it really is very cool, actually. Yeah. It, I will tell you, the first time I did I've probably done it three times, I would say. And every time it's the kind bar, just like you got it. I actually I enjoy that one. Me too. But there is a certain sense as I am swiping the card. I'm like, I'm using a credit card at a event. How desperate is right. this? But it was better than running outside and downstairs to get a protein bar. And it's just easy. But that's also one of those vending machines, which I don't know how many of them are like this that are refrigerated. Well, so, so everything there's two in it in is cold. The, the one with the credit card machine is refrigerated. The one next to it that doesn't have the credit card acceptance is not refrigerated. And I'm trying to think, do I want a refrigerated vending machine? Depends on what you're getting. Like you're the getting, kind bar refrigerated, oh, it's not bad. It's okay. And I the like chocolate it. is good. Oh, like a Kit Kat refrigerated? But then there are things not so great. Like chips. I would think chips are not great. Yeah. But you want the soda cold. You want the soda and cold. And that's in it as well. Right. So very cool. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's done that. Oh, yeah. I did it today. Uh, so this is interesting, Jerry. I don't know if you've heard of this. The New York Times. The failing well, New York a, Times. The failing New York Times. There's a couple of, uh, there are two women in California who filed a lawsuit against Subway, the sandwich shop. Okay. We were just talking about them the other day. Wow. For, uh, for saying that, uh, the tuna sandwich has no tuna in it. Okay. This was their claim. Mm-hmm. So the the New York Times did their own independent study, and they, they bought Subway tuna sandwiches from three different locations in L.A. All right. They sent the frozen samples to a commercial food testing lab after these women had claimed that they're not really tuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lab came back, and they said that the... Uh, the DNA showed that there was no tuna in it. What the hell is it then? Well, that's the question. What the hell is it? Now, Subway came back and said that these tests, these tests that they're running don't identify, like once the tuna is cooked, you can't identify whether it's tuna or not through through the DNA sample. So there's some sort of battle here. I would say we've got a legal battle on our hands. We've got a little bit of a legal battle, battle on our oh, hands. Could you imagine if it turns out like it's dolphin meat or something? <laughs> right. Well, I would think that's a lot more expensive than getting tuna. True. I I don't know what a... Yeah, right. It's almost what is cheap and tastes like tuna. 
Right. What is that? Yeesh. Ah, I don't want to hear that. That sounds Listen, terrible. I go into the supermarket. I don't eat. I like tuna steaks. Right. But I go into the supermarket and I look in the the tuna, tuna can aisle. It's cheap. Yeah. So tuna is very cheap. Right. So Subway's got to be getting real tuna. I would think. If a can of tuna is cheap. Not only that, you can go to, and I don't know how Subway does it, but you could go to Costco and buy the gigantic cans of Star Starkist. Is that right? They yeah. make giant cans? And it, I mean, yes. It's cheap. You know, you can make a lot of money off those cans if you're selling a sandwich for $8. A Subway spokeswoman said that the uh, DNA testing is an unreliable methodology for identifying processed tuna. And that might very well be the case. Right. DNA testing is simply not a reliable way to identify denatured proteins like Subway's tuna, which was cooked before it was tested. Interesting. It is. It's also disgusting if it's not true. Yeah. And what in the hell for the last twenty years we've been eating? Well, I normally just get the turkey at Subway. Yes, I. There was a study there that also said that was dog meat. <laughs> just kidding. There was no DNA evidence. Just kidding. Uh, I also. I used to get the. Um, I used to be a hot sub kind of guy in those places. Really? Yeah. Like I used to get the uh, Subway meatball years ago. And then, you do not seem like a Subway no. meatball type of person. I got sick off of it. I mean, I'm telling you, it was, it was back in the 90s, and I stopped I stopped Subway altogether because I, you know, could have been one bad batch sure. of meatballs that some clown made at some local Subway. And then I punished the entire Subway uh, <laughs> franchise. <laughs> but just the other day, uh, Jersey Mike's, I'm normally a uh, turkey yeah. on whole wheat. But the other day, I felt like they put a new menu item on it was it was a mushroom and chicken steak. Like that sounds like, good. Uh, their cheesesteaks are phenomenal. Yeah, chicken, and their chicken cheese cheesesteak is awesome. And I, I was very good. Yeah, no, it's great. Matter of fact, when we go to uh, Jersey Mike's now, uh, we don't really get cold subs anymore. Yeah, between the cheesesteaks and the chicken cheesesteaks, those are the things that is probably most popular now in our house. And I will still say, and I've been to many of them, the ordering on the app and picking up is a piece of cake. Oh my gosh! Yep, it's like. As it is done, like every place should be doing seamless. It. Yes, I don't yeah. know why is every other why is can I'll tell every place you why. figure it out? I, I'll tell you why because unlike other places, this is just my experience. Yeah, the Jersey Mike's by me is always busy. They have a dedicated guy making sandwiches for the online orders. Yeah, I don't think a lot of other places have enough help, and so when they get so you could probably order something online at three o'clock, probably go there and be ready for you. Yes. There are other times, like I, we've done online at noon on a Saturday, big lunch rush, and you go pick it up. There's a ton of people in there, and yet you go to the online orders, and there's, it's sitting right there for you because there's a guy that's just doing that. Right. You go to a regular place, you know what? Noon on a Saturday, they might be overwhelmed, and it's not so easy. Right. And Jersey Mike's, at least in my experience, is it really right. Hey, Jersey Mike's, good for you. Good I feel for like you. I could run a Jersey Mike's. I'm sure you could. Why couldn't you? Like, isn't that doesn't seem complicated? You run a radio show with a former NFL MVP. I'm Great pretty point. sure you could run a Jersey Mike's. You have your lettuce, your tomatoes, your peppers, your onions, the juices, the... Oil and vinegar? Yeah. The juices. The, uh, what do you call it? The Condiments. seasonings? Mm-hmm. The and spices. Your, and your meats. Yeah. And the cheeses. And the various rolls. You know what I love about Jersey Mike's, too, is they slice everything in front of you. Yeah. Love that. Like, yeah. like Blimpy. Everything in front of you. Yeah, that is the difference between, like, Subway. It's all yes. pre-cut. Correct. I also felt like I could run a subway, but I would rather run a Jersey Jersey Mike's. I I'm feel like you. I'm more, I'm more in line with that. I hear you. I'd like to run my own place. Yeah. Rather than a chain, but I'm with you. That'd be cool. Yeah. So you'd rather have like Jerry's subs. I yeah. I mean, I'd rather, and I can pick the bread. Right. And I can pick which cold cuts. I'm not dictated which Correct. has to be done. And if there's something I don't want to sell because it's a pain in the ass, I don't have to. Right. So yeah, I would like to do that. Yeah. People for whatever reason in on the East Coast, they get angry with you if you go to a chain subway place, a sub place, as if like they're Why? like, man. Well, it's the same thing with New York pizza. Give me a break. Right. I'm with you on that, on all that. That's like if true. I see a random sub shop, one I'm not familiar with, or Jersey Mike's, I'm probably going to the Jersey Mike's because mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting there. Yeah, that, that is true. Now, if I know the sub shop, like there's Tasty Subs up by Rutgers, mm-hmm. which is very popular, I know that's a good sub place. I'll go there. Sure. You got to build up a reputation. Right. No doubt. I The funny thing is, if you ask me what I would like, it'd still be the bagel shop. 
I like I, I just like the shit. morning rather than yeah. having to be open till like yeah. The idea of a pizza place is a it really is a great money maker. I don't work till eleven o'clock every night. I just don't. Right. I'd much. I'm. I'm. I'm not going to say used to it, but I like the. I like being up and out early. That's why I want to run a coffee shop I, after my I radio career's over. How about this side by side? Bagel two shop for me. Two though. separate businesses. Bagel shop for me. Coffee shop for you. You supply the coffee, and I'll supply some bagels you can sell in oh, your. Oh, I see. But some people may not want coffee, and they just right. come to my place. Some right. people may not want bagels; they'll just come to your place. To my place. Synergy. But if they're watering both, we ring them up on one register. We could do that, and we could also have the, the kick-ass Wi-Fi that we share. Right. That's pretty good. Alan Jerry's kick-ass Wi-Fi, and that'd be the name of our. We'd be like, uh, do you guys have Wi-Fi here? Yeah, it's under kick-ass Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's a, yes. Password still kicking ass, all lowercase. <laughs> kicking ass since 2021. <laughs> yes, kicking ass since 2021. Uh, let's go to Tampa, Florida, Jerry. I'd love to. When do you want to go? Today? Well, no, I mean this story. Oh. A, a Tampa urologist. Oh, this is not going to be good. Marked a patient's right testicle for removal of enlarged veins and did the procedure on that testicle but he was supposed to do the left test. How does that happen? He's been fined $2,500 by the state of Florida Board of Medicine. Yep. He, uh, guy showed up for what is called a varicocolectomy, a surgery to re- remove enlarged veins. Oh. It is usually an outpatient surgery taking about 30 minutes per testicle. They marked the right testicle, which was incorrect, and then did... The surgery on the right test. Wouldn't the guy realize it though, or right, was he like, passed out already get, when they marked them? No, they, normally they don't. Normally, what happens is because I've had hernia surgery twice, right? Uh, one on each side, different times, and they came in and they marked where they were gonna. Which I think they like marked my leg as yeah. to which side, uh, and they would say to me like, "I'm marking your right leg. You're having the right." Uh, surge, the right side hernia surgery done, correct? I go, yes, correct. Can you sign off on this? Da, 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 I'm making this mark. Like, it was very clear. Is it possible yeah. that the testicle shifted? Interesting. Is that possible? I'm not sure. Like if you if you fondle. Yeah. No, you can't shift your testicles. You can't testicles. shift them, can you? No. Do they shift? <laughs> Are you, well, let me, let me see if I've got your question correctly. Are you suggest? Are you asking? Is there a way to manipulate my right testicle to put it into to my left ball bag? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> no way. There's got to be veins and connecting arteries, and so they, then the doctor screwed up. Completely screwed up. Man, that is rough. that's a tough one. Ouch. You got to be very careful when you go in for testing. You know what he might have done? What might have confirmed right one? Yes, right one, and he did his right. Right. Not is the it my right. right testicle? But then the patient has to feel like. Right, I would think the patient... Man, that is tough. Unless the patient was still nervous, they didn't know the doctor was putting a big X on their wrong ball. That's possible. I don't I, I don't know. I Very don't. possible. Not going to that doctor, I can tell you that. No. Here's a story from the UK, which sounds fake to me, Jerry, but it came from actual new UK news. That's in London. Okay. Uh, a woman named Abby Bella, who's in her 30s, says uh, she has fallen in love with an alien after being abducted by a UFO. Oh, really? Are they going to get married, these two, and have alien children? Well, she says she was taken from her bedroom window this month. Oh, God. And she's waiting for a second date with her alien boyfriend. And let me guess, he hasn't shown up. Not yet. Yeah, keep waiting, dummy. Here's some quotes from Abby, Jerry, in case you were wondering. Quote, I am sick of men from Earth. I joked online about wanting an alien to abduct me. And guess what? We're sick of Abby from Earth. I then started dreaming every night of a white light. One night, a voice in my dream said, wait in the usual spot. The next evening, I sat next to my open window. As I drifted to sleep, a flying saucer appeared. Oh my God. There was a bright, a bright green beam which transported me to the UFO. She said the alien was very tall and slender. She had a connection with him. He felt the same. She was safely returned home 20 minutes later. Wow, some date. Well, 20 minutes, huh? Abby, as you could imagine, Jerry, has uh, faced backlash over her alien boyfriend. <laughs> Quote, it's controversial for people who haven't considered in- interspecies dating. 
This is the dumbest thing I've heard. So you think this probably in fake. a while? Yeah, I'd fake, say so. it's fake. Yes. Well, go maybe she had a bad dream or something. Right. I mean, come on. Like she even said, like she she's sick of Earth men, so of course she would come up with this story. Silly. Some something's not worth our time. We're not here for silly stories. Let me give you this one instead, Jerry. Oh, <laughs> oh. Tennessee woman uh, faces federal charges. This is not funny. For mailing blood and feces to her husband's ex-wife. Her husband's ex-wife? Oh, is is the ex-wife putting her nose where it doesn't belong? I'm not sure. Let's see. She mailed packages containing human blood-stained feminine products. Ugh. And feces to Uh, her husband's former wife. God, there's got to be a reason why. Or she's just nuts. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, she did admit uh, she mailed the packages containing the feces and the letter containing a blood-stained feminine napkin to her husband's ex-wife. She admitted the blood came from a patient at the hospital where she worked. So it she, wasn't hers? It wasn't hers. Oh, my Lord. She mailed the products because she wanted the kids to know the truth about the ex-wife, claiming the ex-wife was lazy and didn't work and lived off the system. So how is sending that proving that point? That's a great question, Jerry. Doesn't say. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't because there's no answer to it. Yep. Well, that's interesting. Not really. She's just crazy. I'm gonna, and that is illegal, by the way. You cannot send up uh, used tampons or feces through the mail. What is the? What are the charges for that? Well, it's like sending. Uh, they, it's like called like a biological. You can't say biological, yeah, biological okay. hazard product. Well, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. I mean, not that I would do it, but. So, yeah. So that's for a practical joke, not a good joke. Not a good joke. Right, end up in jail. No, yeah. Yeah, I'll pass. And people do do that as like to their enemies. Oh, They'll I'm mail sure like they do. Uh, dog poop. I'm sure they not do. Not allowed. That's a biological hazard. Imagine what these mail guys go through and UPS and FedEx guys. They must have no idea what they're carrying around. Man, like what in the hell is in that van? Right. It's actually scary when you think about, like, what could be in a package. Yes. Like, they're just driving around. Like, it's nothing. Well, don't worry, because when you brought the package to the post office, you actually had to certify that there was nothing illegal in it. And they asked you questions like, is there a used tampon in here? No, that's actually not in there. It might say hazardous materials. Yes. does not specifically say that. That's what it says. That is true. Man, it is nasty stuff. Yeah. Well, you got to be careful, Jerry. I always wanted to be a mailman when I was a kid. Really strove. Yeah, I just I felt like what a like job. Like the idea of walking and being yeah, alone walking. and peaceful. Yeah, I, I at the time pictured my uh, Walkman. Yeah, wearing my Walkman. And well, listening. I said that to you. Like, I don't know. I would think most of them are in shape. Yes, they've got to be. Although a friend of mine, a guy Ed, who's a who's a uh, post office, a USPS guy, he he's got back trouble now, and so he has days where it's really hard if you're on sidewalks constantly. Like part of his right. route is mailbox to mailbox. So you're pretty much in the grass. That's fine. But when you are on the sidewalks a lot, it's tough on them. Right. Or if you're walking the neighborhoods where you have the big bag of yeah, mail sure. it's over heavy. your shoulder. No doubt. And now, in a lot of cases, the mailboxes are still on the street, so they don't have to get out of the van. But in other cases, like my neighborhood, mailbox is up by the front door. Right. My na- right. My neighborhood growing up, and yeah. you had to go up six steps to get to everybody's no mailbox. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. It's physically demanding. Yeah. So. We lived in a bi-level community. I hear you. I understand. So, mailmen really had got a workout. Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Think about how many steps they did every day. I oh don't I don't mean steps just walking. I mean, like what you're talking about, steps up. Up and down. And down. In a neighborhood, they might do a 1,000 steps. Easy. If I was a mailman, would I be retired already at 51? Or I, I don't think so. I think, I think you're probably still going to the retirement age. Hmm. It's not like you're a uh, law enforcement. Yeah. I don't think so. That's no. what's cool. I mean, well, if you survive. Start now. You can retire at 75. <laughs> if you survive, it's cool well, to retire yeah. when early. So many of the guys I went to school with are retiring now. Yeah. Now they'll go on for second jobs. Oh, uh, yeah. Or starting businesses. Mm-hmm. They better not start a bagel coffee shop. No, that would be. With that would Wi-Fi. That, that would that not be, be good. not be happy You're with right. that. Warm-up show is next, Jerry. I'm not going to yell see you because my voice hurts from doing Chris King impressions. So see you. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All right, suck. here we go. It is Thursday, it is 5.03, and it is the Worm Show, brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Good morning, the Eddie Zeri. How you be? Fine, fantastic, me too. And along the way, across from me, his name is Al Anthony Dukes. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, good morning, Jerry. I see that the Evan Milk bath to cleanse it the worked. bad juju... Yesterday during the Carton Roberts show worked for the Islanders. Now, I will say this. At one point, yeah. you had the Islanders down 2 nothing. You had the Yankees blowing a lead in the ninth inning. But they won. They all won. They the Mets all won. won. So I think I think I could be wrong here. I think he needs to bathe Evan in milk every day. Well, he uh, Evan said the milk was cold, which I hadn't really considered that uh, it was going to be a cold a milk bath for Evan? But they were going to warm it up for him? Uh, or just that maybe room temperature. Well, let's, let's call it what it was. It wasn't a milk bath. It was a milk dousing. They were just covered him. Right. He didn't go into a bathtub full of milk. No. It was He's, a kiddie pool. He stood in a kiddie pool or sat in a kiddie pool and had milk poured on him. Right. And listen, Craig did a nice job. He did clean him with the, the back scratcher, whatever the that thing sponge. was. Yeah, that. And so away we go, three for three last night. All right, that's good. That's a good sports night, Jerry. That's yeah, a good sports night here. I call that a I call this Jerry quality sports night. Now, winter Thursday. Uh, that's a Islanders now force the game seven, Jerry. That's going to be in Tampa uh, tomorrow night. That's right, eight p.m. Perfect for you. A couple of beers, some Islanders oh, hockey. Oh yeah, Jerry, you and know out me. by eight fifteen. Yeah, I actually have to go to my sister's tomorrow, which is why I'm taking off. I will not be here tomorrow, sad to say. I know, very unfortunate for you listeners. Uh, but I'll maybe try to get that tuned in uh, down there in no, the uh, uh, the area. There's no chance you're going to. You, you won't even know remember. That, I do know that. I'll probably listen to it on the radio on the way home. Oh, will you really? Is it on the radio at all? Sure. Oh, okay. Somewhere. Yeah. I always felt, I, feel like, I thought they were on college radio at one point. They the were. Islanders. At one point they were. Yeah, you can't listen to hockey on the radio. I'll, you know, I'll do Jerry. Gonna... You can. I mean, they don't insult Matt Lachlan now and Chris King and, and Kenny Albert. You can. No, you can. I mean, physically. You got to be locked in. Yeah, you got to be. I got to be locked in anything on the radio play by play, to be honest with you. Like, I don't. I, I try to focus sometimes on football, like if I'm driving around on a Sunday. Um, and I'm, I'm like, I'm going to really focus on this. See, I would think football is the one sport you can because all you've got to do is focus for six seconds. Yeah, every right. minute. You're right, but in like that, baseball, you could drift for sure with the storytelling. Yeah, hockey. If you don't really know the sport, I could see you being like, I don't know what's going on, where the puck is. I'm out. What other sport are we missing? And basketball, you're not interested in. So I get all that, but boy, football. I try. I try to lock in. I'm like, I'm going to really pay attention. Then my mind wanders because there's so much non-action going on. Or you don't like it that much. I tried listening to Tampa when I worked in Tampa, the Tampa Bay Lightning games, like when they made the playoffs. Was Dave Michigan doing it then? No. Okay. Larry something or other was doing it. But uh, Phil Esposito, I don't think, was doing it either because I think he was in the Lightning front office. Right. But uh, I would sometimes I'd be in the car be like, I'm going to really pay attention to because I want to listen to this Lightning game. And then I'd hear a goal, and I'd be like, what? Who? <laughs> Who scored? Yeah. And well, that's last what night, with Anthony football. Beauvillier scored. It's got Beauvillier? Scored. Yes. So they were down 2 nothing, Jerry? They were, and it didn't look good. And then they get a goal from Eberle, and then you got a, I mean, just a great play started by your guy, Matthew Barzell. I love Matthew Barzell. And then he feeds Mayfield just a terrific shot over the shoulder, and then in overtime, Beauvillier. So Beauvillier got two goals. No. Oh, I thought you said he got a goal. Eberle. Oh, I'm confusing Mayfield. Eberly, Mayfield, and Beauvillier. Yes, the law firm of Eberly, Mayfield, and Beauvillier. Where was Matt Martin last night? He was skating around. He's not a goal scorer traditionally. Not usually. So when he does score, it's extra special. Yes. 
Now, this being the year of the crazy fans uh, in stadiums and arenas. I hate uh, that this is such a story, but I get it. The Islander fans, after the game was over and they won, they were throwing beer cans on the ice. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I I really I don't know. I've never understood that. I thought they didn't give you beer cans at uh, games. I thought they poured everything into a cup so you couldn't throw Depends things on Depends on the where ice. you are. I mean, there are some places. Like, if you go to The Rock, where I've gone to many games, you buy a bottle of water, they take the cap from you, and they just give you the bottle. Uh, I don't know. I Yeah, I mean, I would think, too, just thinking back to the times I've been there, I don't see cans. But yeah, me neither. Maybe because I don't buy them, and I'm not paying attention. Well, like I go to a Met game and buy a beer in a can. They uh, they take it, pour it, it right pour it in into the, the cup, yeah. into the cup and take the because I would love to throw cans all over the place. How about this? Note to the Islanders for next year when you move into your brand new arena: no more cans. No more cans. I saw a guy in New York the other day at uh, 4 a.m. when I was coming in. I stopped at a light. He was uh, crossing the street. He was drinking a bottled water. As soon as he got done with it, he just dropped it. Yeah, does that surprise <laughs> you? <laughs> He's like, I'm done with this. That's like what the fans did yesterday. Were they throwing? They, I guess they were empty cans, which. You well, don't even. You wouldn't even. Think I don't know about that. Sal made a really good point. What did he say? How far are you going to throw an empty can? Yeah, exactly. There had to be something in most of them, right? So I think he's right about that. So people bought cans of beer and didn't drink them. They but, were just going to throw them on the ice. I I that don't know that they got together and said, "Hey, let's buy some cans of beer, and when the Islanders come back and win, we'll throw them on the ice." I think it just happened. Psst, pass it down. We're buying beer cans and throwing them on the ice. Psst. Yeah. How about you spend $22 on a can of beer and throw it? I'll pass. Right, that's what I mean. Uh, Al, I'm with you. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But, you know, and it's a shame that we even have to talk about it because it was such a great game and such a great comeback win. And sadly, I did fall asleep after that because I got home late and I saw most of the third period, actually almost all of it. And I fell asleep in between the the third period and overtime. So if the uh, Islanders go down and beat the Lightning tomorrow night. Stanley Cup Finals, baby. Against two. The other two teams, Montreal or Vegas. And then so so if they win this one tomorrow night, they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. Correct, yes. They against will, Montreal yes. or Vegas. Absolutely. And right now Montreal's up 3-2, and they're home tonight for game six. I'm rooting for Montreal. I don't like these Fugazi expansion teams. I hear you. In any sport. I, I get it. Not interested. But a, a nice Islander... Canadian yeah. Stanley Cup final would be cool. That feels like the 1980s. Yeah, and one, and that's a I final love. that the Islanders can win. But yeah. they got to go. You got to take one thing at a time. Got to go in tomorrow night. Not going to be easy. That place is going to be nuts. Just I like thought no one goes one. to those games. Which ones? In uh, in Tampa. Hell, they don't. Are you kidding? They packed that place. Are you sure? Positive. The Lightning? Yeah. I can't. T- Listen, I'm not going to speak to a regular season game in the middle of the year. But the postseason, yeah. I forget who I was listening to on this radio station. And confusing that with the Rays? No. They were talking about the Lightning. That the, that All I'll that, tell you is this. They were talking about like a Game 7, potential Game 7 in Tampa, and that it's not that they don't sell out. Really? Yeah. Oh, if that's the case, that's news to me. I remember when the uh, Rangers played the Lightning um, a couple years ago. It was Yeah, I thought they were it into it down crazy. there. Crazy. Oh, let's I mean, listen, I'll find out. I'll tell you, all you do is text the box scores of all these What games. are you going to Google, Jerry? You're going to Google do fans like the Tampa Lightning? That's what I would do. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. No, I'm going to go to nhl.com and check the box score. Oh, that's even better. Not that hard. All right. Hmm. What else you got about Should the game? Should we just wait here for you? Listen, your call. What well, do you think about the Kucherov injury? Kucherov? I don't know who that is. <laughs> What's yes, his injury? You do. What did he do? Come on. He left after about 40 seconds last night. 40 seconds? Yeah, I think he got cross Does he even get a game check for that? Yo, he gets plenty he of game checks. Absolutely, he, he shouldn't does. get a game check, So let's, I'm going to go to, right? I'm going to have to go to, I guess, game five. Yeah, let's go to game five. Jerry Islanders, Lightning. Yes, game five. Attendance. Attendance. It's interesting. This website's really good, but it's not like I know on MLB.com you where, know to, where get to go. All the, yeah, it's yeah. easy to find all the information. I'm not so sure exactly where I'm all going. Right, Jerry, well, you, well, you look at that. I'll, I'll set everybody's table here for sports tonight. Mets do not play. They play uh, the Phillies tomorrow at City Field. The Yankees do play one o'clock game. They call that a getaway game. Jerry Royals, uh, Yankees at one o five at the stadium. Yeah. 
Brad Keller, I think the guy who does updates here, I is know, it's pitching. Amazing, isn't it? Pitching for the Royals. Good for him against Jamison Tyon, the Frenchman for the Yankees. <laughs> the and then, Frenchman. as we know, Islanders <laughs> Lightning uh, tomorrow, Game Seven, 8 p.m. Yeah, I'll be locked in for that, Jerry. As you know, I'm still fascinated that uh, Brad Keller is going to finish Keller. his shift and get over yeah, there in time get to over pitch. There. Let's go. That's actually pretty cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I thought the same thing when I saw that. So where's that? Uh, that. Uh, Canadians Vegas Knights. What's that's in Montreal tonight? My uh, game Canadians, seven. Yeah, and the Canadians are up three games to two. So it's game, it's game six. six. Game six. Yeah, could sorry. be a closeout game though, Jay. No, it is a closeout game if they win. If they win, right? Yeah. But if they don't win, not a closeout game. Well, then they force a seventh game. Right. That's how that rolls. I love a game seven. No, you don't. They say Jerry, game sevens in hockey are the most exciting thing in sports. I tend to agree. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you get to a sudden death situation, especially in hockey, it is. It's 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 exciting. I mean, you go to like the Islanders last night. They go to overtime. They lose their seasons over. Right. Like it doesn't get better than that. So I'm trying to find it. So the Lightning. I'm just looking here. As of June first, June first, they were only allowed thirteen thousand fans. I uh-huh. don't know if that was increased for full capacity. I'm just telling you that they say the Lightning. I'm reading this lightning ups attendance uh, to thirteen five. Remember Florida? They didn't even uh, believe in coronavirus. They just whatever you wanted to do, you could do in Florida. Yeah, no, I hear they you. No rules. All right, so here's the deal for the series with the Islanders. They increased capacity to eighty two percent to fourteen thousand. So that's why it's not sold oh, out. I, I mean, see. it's sold. I'm. I but guess it's, it's sold out, but it's not full capacity, but right. not because they can't. Not their fault. Right. I'm glad if that's you the case, listen, that up. just because they said 14,000 doesn't mean there were 14,000 there. I, right. I imagine there were, but I don't know. I'm trying to check that for you. Hmm. So there, there you have it. All right, Jerry. Should we wait here? And... No. Oh, keep going. <laughs> Let's just do what we do. All right. Well, Jerry, <laughs> let me take a quick break. Then we come back. Let's talk about the Mets. Let's talk about the Yankees. What else do I have on my list? I have. Not Basketball. much, actually. It's no, quite I got quiet. stuff, Jerry. No, but it's a quiet list. It's a quiet list. I do, a have, a, quiet. I do have a couple of videos we'll talk about baseball-wise. Right? Baseball videos. Both involve the Yankees. Perfect. And yet not the Yankees. Did you know the condo I bought last year is already worth more than I paid for it? I sometimes walk the streets of Bradley Beach and shout that at my neighbors. Stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. I do that as well. I walk around to the apartment complexes, Jerry, and I yell, Build equity with Carney Bank. Stop paying rent. You deserve to make money on your investment. Carney was my bank of choice and made the entire mortgage process very easy. You want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the phone if you have questions. I trust them and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, quick break. When we come back, we got a couple of Yankee-related stories for sure. Plus, they won... Exciting fashion, too. So did the Mets. Edwin Diaz, the five-out save, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Alan Jerry, two great tastes that taste great together. Some say tastes great, less filling. Who knows? It's 521. It is a Thursday, which is kind of cool. It's been a nice sports week. Been busy. Last night, three wins because of Evan Roberts, who took the milk to the head for all of New York. And it worked out as all three teams won last night. What else, Al? How you be? A fellow named Glenn Nataro checking in on Twitter says that he works uh, at the Islanders Arena and he saw full cans of beers being I'm not surprised. Sadly, I'm not surprised. After they scored, I had a guy with a full beer can throw it in the air. Yeah. Wild scene. Yeah, I know. That's one of our reporters on the ground, Jerry. You paying him? Uh, We're not paying him. He's a volunteer. Oh, a volunteer reporter. Let's relax. Volunteer reporter. Yeah. 
Uh, Jerry, the Mets beat the Braves last night 7-3. to You mean, man, Francisco Lindor had three RBIs, including a home run. He did. Which was pretty cool. Yep. And what did you make of this Tyler McGill? Well, what did I tell you they'd be thrilled with? You said five innings. I said five innings, two or three runs. He, he went into the fifth inning and gave up two runs. 4.1 innings. 4.1 innings? Yeah. Four and a third. Oh, God. Please don't speak like that. <laughs> 4.1, 4 and a third, however you want to say it. 4 and a third. In I'm uh, do the UK version. In the, U, in the UK, we say 4.1. Uh, three hits. Yeah, not terrible. No, because I, I, I don't even think, again, I got home late. I don't think he gave up the runs till he, the home run in the fifth, I think. Like, he, he pitched well. Yeah, he kind of looked confident. Yeah, he, he looked the part. He did look the part, that. Jerry. So yeah. he gave them what they needed. But, you know, part of that, too, is they scored early which for a Met team that has not scored many runs, actually none over the last couple of days, I thought it was good to see a Conforto back. They certainly got a little boost from that. And then Lindor gives them the early jolt then with the home run. I mean, they just, they played well. And they got good pitching. And then you had um, Edwin Diaz came on in the eighth inning with one out for the five-out save. Got it done, and away you go. You You know who else pitched, Jerry? My main man. Oh, Miguel Castro. Yeah, Miguel Castro. And Corey Oswald, who got the yeah. win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Oswald, who just returned, went two and a throw. I'm sorry. He went 2.1 innings. 2.1. Oh, God. <laughs> Corey, every time I hear that guy's name, I think of uh, the guy who uh, shot President Kennedy, Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, yeah. He Listen, doesn't Corey Oswald. Right. Corey Oswald. Yeah. Not related. Not related. Not, not as far as I know. Nothing to do no. with one another. Or is he related to Roy Oswald? Roy Oswald? Yeah. I don't know who that is either. The Mets do get a uh, clean MRI back, though, from Marcus Stroman, which is weird. I'm starting to wonder if their MRI machine's broken. (laughs) Yeah. All these players leaving games early, including DeGrom, and then nothing is ever wrong with them. They get all these scans, and they're fine. Yeah. So, like, what was his problem? I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe high humidity, a little arthritis. I don't know. I really don't. Rojas said he's still sore. And and yet wants to make his next start. Well, he better. Nothing wrong with you. Well, it doesn't seem Get like it. Get in there. I don't know. Have you ever? I have you ever just had general soreness? General soreness. I did. I have. Yeah. Like you know, you but sleep. I'm Fifty-one wrong. years old. I don't mean. I don't mean last week. Oh. I'm just saying in general. When I was younger. Yeah. I mean, you ever sleep wrong? Yes. Or just from my neck. Sometimes my neck, Jerry. Oh, my neck. Hurts. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he slept on his side raw. I, the whole thing is between him and Degrom. I I don't know what to tell you. I have no idea. Jerry, you're talking to a man who sits on a cushion and puts a lacrosse ball behind his shoulder when he drives to work. So very good point. I am familiar with general soreness. Very good point. Now, uh, do you think that he doesn't want to compete, Strowman? Well, I don't want to say that, Jerry. He'll call me names. Well, I mean, you said and Jacob DeGrom me. doesn't want to compete. What do you think about Marcus Stroman? Well, listen, I think, uh, you know, these guys, they want they come out of games and there's nothing wrong with them. Questionable. <laughs> well, let's see if he makes his next start. I think he will. But keep in mind, I'm saying that also about Jacob DeGrom, not just Marcus Stroman. So don't call me names, please. All right, I got or you. Banned. Actually, I've already been banned by Marcus Stroman. Oh, For have no you? reason, yeah. Oh. Well, I checked on, on Twitter. Twitter, banned. Got it. Yeah. I don't think I have been. Really? No, I don't think so. I'm going to reach out to him and have him ban you. But you're banned. How are you going to reach out to him? Oh. That's Harold! <laughs> Could you let Marcus Stroman know to please ban Jerry Recco? <laughs> no. We want that. him banned as well. I didn't do anything wrong. And your New York Yankees won also last night. Look at this, Jerry. Nothing but winners. This Six was five. a weird game, though. What? Jerry, it was a wild game. It was a wild game. There was a lot of action late. First of all, the Royals. Do you have any idea how many walks the Royals gave? A lot of out? walks. Give me a number. Four. That's a lot to you? Somewhat. 11. 11 walks. They walked wow. 11 batters last night. Because I'm sitting there looking at the time like, why is this game in the eighth inning at whatever time it was? This Late. is Yankees-Red Sox from 15 years ago. And they couldn't throw a strike. And then you get the Rugnetto door, the go-ahead home run, just crushed it in, in, the, the, eighth. in the bottom of the eighth inning. And then they bring on Chapman, who I don't want to say doesn't look right, but I mean, he's throwing. He's not throwing. He had one pitch that he spiked, that they said, well, it was 102, that Sanchez caught on a bounce. But he was like, you know, high, eight, high not high 80s, high 90s for much of his outing. And he just wasn't great. And then he walks in after the intentional walk. He walks in uh, the tying run. And the next thing you know, the Royals are winning with an excuse me single and blah, 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 blah. But here come the Yankees in the bottom half. So good win for them for sure. They needed it. It would have been a terrible loss. 
but not a great night for Chapman. And he got like super uh, ticked off on the mound. He did. He was like throwing a hissy fit. Yeah, well, he has. Uh, remember the start he got out to? He was unhittable for much of the beginning of the season. His last, I forget what the number is, but his last like seven or eight times he's come out has not been great. What was the infield single you called for the Royals? You an excuse it, me, check swing. An excuse me single. Yeah. There's various ways you can say it. There's excuse me single. There's Swinging bunt. Seeing eye single. No, this wasn't a, a seeing eye single means it finds a hole. That's what I mean. I'm saying what are the different singles? Oh, well, a seeing eye single to me is one where you just kind of just sneaks through the infield somehow. Seeing eye single. An excuse me, check swing single is one where he may really made no attempt to hit the ball. He was trying to hold up his swing. And yet he still made contact with the ball. It just ended up in a, what's the matter? Eddie said one in my ear that I remember as a kid, broadcaster saying, and I don't know what it means, Texas League single. What does oh, that the mean? Texas Leaguer. What's um, a Texas Leaguer? I always thought that was like one that just, oh, just got over the, uh, the infielder's head on a That's line drive. That's a good drive. one, though. That's a good one. Banjo Texas. hit. That's another one. Banjo. I never, I never, I never heard that The Baltimore one. chop. Don't know well, that Well, that's one. off the, off the, off the uh, plate. Bounces high and you beat out. More chop. Mm-hmm. Look at all these ideas for singles. I don't know the banjo one though. I never heard of that. Banjo single. Hmm. Punch and Judy. All right, we're getting a little crazy now. I have heard that one too. I don't know what that means either. Punching Judy. But a punching no, not punching Judy. There's no Judy on the field. That's not we're not talking about violence. Oh, I don't know the a punch Judy? and Judy. But yeah, that's I, not really for a single. That's oh. just like well, you, would, like, that's a you would describe a hitter. Yes. Like a punch and judy hitter. I just going to kind of spray the ball a little bit. It's kind of like, that would be a description of you, Al. I thought it was called Punching Judy. No. <laughs> and I thought it was, uh, albeit, not a great way to explain a hit. Of course. Because that's not what they but were saying. But it's old school. You never know, Jerry. No, no, Some that's of these not old what they baseball were, that's terms. That's not what they were saying. So Punch. And Judy. And And I have no Judy. idea what, I don't, I just know how it's been referenced. But if you asked me what the meaning of that is, I, I don't know where those that term comes from. You know who would have a big list of these? Gary Cohen. Probably. Evan Roberts. Evan for sure. I don't know if he's got a list, but he knows what it is. You know what was interesting listening to him yesterday real quick? So he did the whole milk thing as you opened up the show this morning. Covered right? in milk. They were ta- I, for, for whatever reason, before he had the milk poured all over his head, they were talking about, maybe he even brought it up, talked about a girlfriend that when they went on a date, maybe the third or fourth date, she told him she loved him, and he said, thank you. <laughs> but my point is, Craig said, how old were you? He goes, I was 18. And then he said, well, is she in the listening audience? He goes, no, I'd probably not, but I'm not sure. He goes, plus, I was living in Washington at the time. Right. You know, Evan, I'm pretty sure I have this right, was working for XM Radio at 18 years old, and I believe living on his own in he Washington, D.C. Isn't that something? He was, yeah. When you think about how overprotective, man, and listen, I'm included in that too, that you let your kid at 18 just move to a different city. I think it's fascinating. Right, he was living it up. He was, yeah. In Washington, D.C. Well, yeah, living it up. He was probably going to games and going home. But uh, he had a girlfriend who loved him, and he said thank you. He said thank you. That's not wrong with saying thank you when someone says I love you. Well, as long as you're the one saying thank you. If you're thank the one you. saying, <laughs> I'm not so sure it's so good. Like, if you said that to a woman and her response was thanks, I mean, what are you thinking? She's not ready to say the words yet. Not that she's just polite? No, she's just caught her off guard. Yeah, I think I'd check out at that point. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you were a couple dates in only, like this good woman? Well, did? I don't know how many dates in they were. I, okay. I, he said a handful. Yeah. I think he said a handful. Either way. I don't know how you bounce back from that. I think it's bounce back. Because thank here's you. The, here's the thank problem. You. you get into an argument at some point. Yeah, well, remember the time said I love you and you said thank you. Thank you. you. I said thank you. I was being nice. Yeah. No, that's no good. That means there's something else going on. And Luke Voigtieri had a, a game-winning RBI last night. It's so a good job by him. That's two games in a row for Luke Voigt, yeah? Yeah. Quality games. Quality games. I did like... What uh, would you call... like? Did you see this Luke Voigt walk off? I didn't actually, no. I'm trying to think like they would consider that probably just a single. It was a single. Even though if this if the game continued like he single. would have been a double. Oh, absolutely. But they call off that the a walk off single. Yeah. Run scores, game over. Because he never goes to second wall base. Game over. Yankees win. Ah. What if he kept running all around the bases? Would game's it be an inside once, the park home no, run? No, because well, the game's over once the uh, winning run touches oh. the plate. Oh, that stinks. So, no. I, well, yeah, but that's the way it is. Imagine, like, no one was paying attention. Luke Voigt runs all around the bases. Inside the park, Aubrey! Except the fact that the game was over. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, it could his, be his own inside the park right. home run, but that would be, you know, mm. fugazi. So in order to uh, for a game-winning hit. Home run. It could either be a home run or a hit single. Um, could you have a game-winning double? Sure you could. If you have a guy on first. All right. Then, yes, I would think you could have a game-winning RBI double. Absolutely. These are interesting questions, though. Not really. Uh, we're just discussing it. <laughs> I really not interesting. So not all that. I don't think so. No, I don't think all that interesting. For I the don't know. <laughs> Did you see that Pete Alonso is going to defend his home run derby title at Coors Field? I did, and I know Shohei Otani is in it. Yeah. So that's kind. Of, I know Vlad Guerrero Jr. said no. I think he, he said no, and I don't know. Is Tatis doing it right now? The only two names I've heard is Otani and uh, Pete Alonso. Maybe it'll be those. Go very quickly then. <laughs> if it's just two of them. Yeah. So he'll be back, Jerry. Could now, you even? Okay, I'm not even sure I could do this. Could you even tell me the home run leaders in baseball uh, after after those names that we just said? Tatis and Otani, I could not. Probably some other dude on the Padres. No, because Machado would Dodgers. be the next. I think would be the next name or Hosmer, but I don't think either one of Mike those Trout, guys. What's he doing these days? He's been injured for a month and a half on the West Al. Coast. No wonder why I don't hear about him. God, I was gonna um, say we're not getting the news out here. I tell you West what, teams. All right, I'll give you. I will give you. Wow, you got to be kidding me! I don't even know who this guy is. Home so leaders. Vlad Guerrero Jr. So we have the names for the most part: Guerrero Jr., Otani, and Tatis. Those are your three leaders in baseball. Guerrero's got twenty-three. So does Otani, and Tatis Jr. has twenty-two. I did. I should have realized Matt Olson of the A's. I knew that one. This one, no clue. I'm gonna pronounce his name. Who's he play for? Adolis Garcia yeah. of the Rangers nice. has 20 home runs. Good for him. Adolis or Adolis, I don't know. Adolis. But it's interesting. It's but what's interesting is you can have someone that's hit that many home runs. I Listen, maybe you've heard of him. I haven't. Like, no clue. And Kyle Schwarber, because he's been on a tear. He hit three of that one game against And he hit the, another one yesterday against, uh, against the, the Phillies. And so he's got 19. So that's your top five right now. Oh, and Ronald Acuna Jr., so, Another name we know, we're very yeah. familiar with. You know Salvador Perez? I do know him. So, interesting. Where's, where's Dave Kingman on that list? The guy's uh, hitting moonshots. Dave Kingman is 64 years old and retired. Oh. He could yeah. probably still. Would you like to watch Nolan Ryan pitch to Dave Kingman I'd watch right it. now? I would, I would watch, watch that as well. I would watch that. How do we get that pay-per-view going? Oh, I don't know about pay-per-view. <laughs> You're <laughs> not going to pay for it. But how about we put that on free TV? You'd peek in. I would. Like, if that was part of All-Star yeah. Weekend, yes. I would watch that. And that would be a good fist fight too, if he charged the yes. mask, because Kingman is large and large. strong. I'll bet you Nolan Ryan could that? probably still throw 75, 80 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. No doubt. That would be cool. To, like, that's a great idea, Jerry. Uh, All-Star Weekend, we get old, two old dudes and different matchups. You get great old pitchers and great old hitters, and you have them face off. Nolan Ryan's 74. Oh, I would love to see that. Nolan Ryan versus Dave Kingman. Who that, else you want? Roger Clemens and I, Mike Piazza. That right. I mean, Come you on. want to talk about eyes to the TV? That would be awesome. Who do we talk to? Rob Manfred. Call, call Manfred up today. He's got nothing to do. But they have to after they you know do the pitch and batting. They have to follow no. it up with like a fist fight. No, no, Don't be silly. We're trying not to be no, silly no, for no, real. No. I mean, if you think about something like an old school yes. type of. Made for TV only around All-Star Weekend from the site of the All-Star Game? Yes. Those, there you go. Nolan Ryan against oh, Dave Kingman's fine. And I want Piazza and Clemens. I want to see Pete Rose up there. Eh, he's not really welcome still in baseball, really. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Clemens probably isn't either, but. There's so many players I want to say, but I'm not sure if they're alive or not. So I don't want to, like. Who are you going to insult? Their families? Well, because they'll be like, you idiot. He's been dead. Yeah, Babe Ruth has passed away. I was going to say Rod Crew, but he is still alive because he just I joined so. Twitter. Rod Carew just right. joined Twitter? And he already had some hilarious uh, Twitter takes. Speaking of that, real quick, I for whatever reason, I saw Shaquille O'Neal on Twitter yesterday. Oh, because he's, he's got some agreement with Beachbody. That's how I saw it. They retweeted. I'm he's like, oh, got a Beachbody? No. I said one of his companies just came to an agreement to merge with Beachbody oh, on see. some sort of level. Some I'm not, level. I, I don't know. And they're going public, whatever. So like, wow, I love Shaq. Let me check out his Twitter feed. But I'm not just going to follow him. I want to see what he does. Yeah, what's he doing? Nothing. It's yeah. nothing but it. ads for the general. It's nothing but ads for this fitness thing I guess he bought. Icy Hot. You've got Icy Hot and Papa John's. 
That's all it is. Yeah. It's just like he doesn't tweet anything, really. I and then when he goes as a guest, he thanks the show he was on. Stupid. That's it, though. So I'm not following. No. Him. And then people are still following him, even though he does nothing. Oh, like 5 million people. Right. So stupid. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. 537 on the fan. More than halfway home. We'll get you Boomer and Geo at the top. Don't go away on a Thursday. Al and Jerry. Radio Gaga. Radio Goo Goo. Radio Doo Doo. All right, Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. It is the warm-up show until then, brought to you by Carney Bank. We have hit on a whole slew of topics. Jerry, you and I are currently fighting with someone on Twitter who goes by the name uh, uh, Consuelo. I'm not fighting with anybody. I'm fighting with him. He says, please never speak about baseball again. You guys are casuals. Yeah, I am not casual. And you told him, you said to him, enjoy your life on earth. Enjoy your time on earth. That's all. Then he says to me, Jerry, you don't know Adolis Garcia. I said, you don't know that. He said, yes, I do. This guy has no idea, Jerry. I've got an Adolis Garcia jersey. What teams do you play for again? We just said it, Al. Come on, dude. The Angels. <laughs> the Rangers. <laughs> yes, we're casual because we don't know who Adolis Garcia so, is. So Whatever. you zip it, yeah. June questions Consuelo. Also, a Walt Blasich, Jerry. He says Shaq is a much better follow on Instagram. Yeah, I don't do Instagram. Yeah, I do find that with some people, if they if they if they stink on Twitter, they're better on Instagram. Why is that though? I don't know because they're more visuals. Like they like taking pictures. But why wouldn't you do the same thing? Like I notice some people when they post on Twitter, it can auto or on Facebook, it can automatically link to the two. Yeah. So why would it not be the same thing? Like, why would you post differently on the different platforms? I don't know. Because, uh, well, like Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same company, so they post nicely together. Okay. Where if you post uh, on Twitter from your Instagram, it just says Instagram, and it just does gives you a link. Got it. Okay. Which stinks. No one likes that. All right. Uh, Len Businich says Oswald did not kill JFK. Good point. That's a conspiracy theory as to who killed uh, President Kennedy. Right. Uh, one more, Jerry. Jay Ippy Jr. Al is so lost with regards to sports, and he works for WFAN. Come on. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, like 12 years running, dude. How dare <laughs> you? <laughs> Jerry, did you see uh, Washington Nationals GM Mike Rizzo? Hey, Rizzo. He commented on the Joe Girardi versus Max Serger situation, and oh. he said Joe Girardi is, quote, a con artist. So he was on. Oh, I... no, he didn't. Oh, no, no, he did, because he was on, um, I guess, our sister station. Our sister right. station. Yeah, the, I'm not going to play at all. That was his goal. Uh, he's a con artist. He, <laughs> he, he, he got you He got you in the, in the con. So uh, I guess because they were buying what he was saying. I don't know. What was funny is he kept saying, he was saying uh, that Joe Girardi is a con artist, and then he kept saying how much he's known Joe Girardi a long time and likes Joe Girardi. I guess a con in, artist is well, a weird term. Because I I didn't hear the interview. I heard I heard the clips. My guess would be, from the way I read the story, Girardi was saying either the day before or in the pregame chat with somebody, you know how the managers speak nonstop, yeah. that he's not going to ask pitchers to be checked. Like it's going to be up to the umpire. And then a few hours later, he's out there asking him to be checked. I don't know. The whole thing is bizarre. It really is. And this GM, Mike Rizzo, said, if you think you're going to throw Max Scherzer off his game by checking him, you've done pissed him well, off. I'll tell you this. It ain't worked because at the time you he think had, it did work? No. It didn't at, work. It was 3-1 Nationals when he did that with Scherzer. Now, they scored another run, but they still lost the game 3-2. So it's not like it sparked this big rally and his team scored nine runs and they won the game. And then they blew a lead yesterday in a slugfest and lost 13-12. So you did that, and you lost two games. That's the kind of game I want to go to, 13-12. A 25-run score, that's awesome. I don't disagree. Fun to watch. My question to you, though, is how long are you going to hang in for? The whole time. You you think you would stay at the the ballpark? For a slugfest? How long? I don't know the answer to this. There were 25 runs scored. (laughs) That game has to be four hours, doesn't it? Probably. I'd be like, it's time to get out of here. Right. Once I've seen like seventh home run, I'd be like, all right. So if I this s- is enough. Uh, let's see if I can find time of the game was four hours nineteen minutes. Oh my god, that is a long game. Oh my. Oh, Michelle Beadle's back. Oh my. <laughs> and so, then I don't know if you would hang in. Yeah, I, I don't. I couldn't stay at a ballpark. You know what the good news hours. for you though is. The first one, two, three, four. I bet you the first four hours. I don't want to say move through like a breeze. 
The Nationals scored five runs in the fifth, six in the sixth. Yeah. So you'd probably be good leaving in the seventh inning then. That's my kind of game, Jerry. Lots of scoring, and I leave in the seventh inning. You know what I love doing? And we do this all the time. We do it at hockey games, baseball games. Ninth inning, you'll watch the last few outs or the last few minutes of the third period, however you want to do it, from the top where you take the steps up to the uh, the yeah. corridor, and you watch it from the top of the stairs. Final out, gone. First one's out the door. Like really fast down the yes. steps. They tell the kids, let's go, move. I am not going to get stuck in this traffic. And you be the first one out. And tell the kids, listen, if you're not fast enough, we leave and you hear it. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> We're moving. Jackass. We are no, moving. No, no. Keep up, keep up. There. Let's go, kids. Stop At this it. point, your kids would outrun you. So, uh, my older, wo- well, yeah, they would. Probably you'd have to worry them. about you. You like what if you started running and you tumble down the stairs? Be like, we can't wait for you. We, we're trying to beat the traffic. I got the keys. <laughs> People stepping over you. Yeah. Zach Britton also called out Rob Manfred Jerry over the embarrassing sticky stuff situation. Says fans are now busy talking about players being checked and players pulling their pants down and players throwing their gloves down and players feeling the sweat in their hair, and they're not talking about the great play on the field. Well, here's what I know. All right. I love baseball. You know that. You are big bait. You love MLB Network. More people, and MLB, by the way, I don't know why, MLB.tv has got it right this year. Remember, I've always complained about all the commercials yes. and you can't skip around as much as you'd like. It is perfect this it year. It is a terrific act. They have done a great job with it. So after years of complaining, not that it has anything to do with that, but they really have fixed it. It's pretty good. Um, more people are talking about baseball right now than they would be otherwise. So I don't know if it's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it is like my wife even asked me about it yesterday because she saw it on some news uh, show. So listen, I don't always believe this whole notion that any publicity is good publicity. I, I don't, but in this case, there are more people talking about baseball right now than would at any other time this season. I think. Do you like to talk sports? If your wife asks, if she asks a question, I don't mind. Like if she says, what's the deal with the pictures oh, yeah, and well, sticky stuff? Well, why wouldn't I answer the question? I don't know. Because, you know, you're busy at work with it all the time. No, no, I'm good. Like Gino half listens, so she doesn't really know what's going on. But she'll be like, is Kyrie playing today? And I'd be like, no, uh, he's not playing. Who's this talking about? And then she'll say, <laughs> who does he play for? But she just hears <laughs> Kyrie. Sure. You know what I mean? She <laughs> hears certain things. So she's curious. She's curious, yeah. yeah. So she'll Does that have, annoy you? Um, if I don't think she really is curious. Maybe she's just trying to make conversation with right. you, Al. Is that such a bad thing? No. No, no exactly. not bad. My friend Rob, when we were growing up, we would have, be watching like the Mets or Yankees game on TV, and his mother was just trying to mm-hmm. talk to us, you know, just trying to reach out. And we'd be sitting there, and his mother would say, um, how many outs in this game? He would say nothing, <laughs> the poor and then mom. I got so uncomfortable. I'd be like, "Well, there's two outs. <laughs> that's not right. Who's playing? No oh, answer. That's a rough one. No answer from my friend. Yeah, and then I'd have to. Oh, the the Yankees are playing the Mariners. So you're the nice friend. Yeah, because it was so uncomfortable, Jerry. Yeah, I know. It's like you said, she's just trying to make conversation. The Mariners. Where do they play? Oh boy. Okay. I'd be like, you're asking the wrong guy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know Adolis Garcia. <laughs> How do I know who the Mariners are? <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, it gets uncomfortable. But, like, some people get annoyed when they don't think that the person really wants an answer. They're just trying to reach out and and touch a human being, Jerry, by conversation. Or by buying a condo. That's another way to reach out and touch someone. Well, that's interesting, Jerry, that you had mentioned that because it has been a year. Actually, over a year. Over a year. In 13 months. Time flies. Did you know I checked and it's already worth more than I paid for it? Mm-hmm. That's right, Jerry. It's worth more in just a year's time. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process very easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low and you do not need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. All right, quick break. Boomer and Geo coming up at the top right now on Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence on the Hawks, and she says, holy bleep. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes. Nice to have you with us. The uh, Mets won. The Yankees won. The Islanders won. Evan was successful yesterday. Al? Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Jerry, you have any interest in, uh, I see this story out of the world of entertainment and Netflix, that Jerry Seinfeld is doing a movie about Pop-Tarts. Yeah, no, no, none. <laughs> Zilch. You're out for that? Yeah. I'm the out. origin story of Pop-Tarts. Who cares? You don't want to know how Pop-Tarts started. Is this started. for children? No, I believe it's a... So it's a documentary? Everyone. It sounds like it's a documentary type thing. It sounds uninteresting. Although I love a Pop-Tart. <laughs> then you would be interested. I'm not interested. I'm, I'm really not. In- I think I'm interested in this. Like, I think if I'm going through Netflix and I see there's a Pop-Tart documentary by okay. Jerry Seinfeld. Game 7. <laughs> Islanders Lightning or Jerry Seinfeld in his Pop-Tarts movie. I'd probably watch his Pop-Tarts movie. I know you would. <laughs> probably. Where's Consuelo again? Was that, was that his name? That he was, was his name, us? yeah. yeah. How dare he? He's, he would pick the Pop-Tarts, dude. And I see good Not news. Not him, I mean Al. Uh, I would, yeah. yeah. So don't yell at me. Uh, you remember we saw like uh, Team USA basketball for the Olympics yes. in Tokyo? And we were yes. like, oh, oh, KD is playing. Oh, James Harden is playing. And he's Which hurt. made no sense. And he's now bailed. we see, yes. James Harden has and bailed. And rightly so. Yes. I he, mean, it's one thing. I mean, Durant, even though he had the, the Achilles... He played yeah. this year and was really healthy. And Dominant, Jerry. So he wants to go play. It's odd, but go play. That's right. fine. The Harden thing makes no sense. You can't have James Harden playing no. without a bad hamstring. I if he's, couldn't agree more. If he can't play for the Nets. I couldn't agree more. And then one more quick basketball note, Jerry. Trey Young? No, no. Oh. Whatevs to Trey Young. At 48 points. They won in Milwaukee. What do you mean, whatevs? <laughs> That's... <coughs> What you, I mean, what are Jerry, you talking about over there? He's choking. You have a cough button. No, you're right. I did see that he scored 40 points. I was like, well, it's pretty good. I'm glad you saw that. And I, I debated. I go, do I put this on the show sheet? Oh, the Hawks beating the Bucks in the conference finals? I didn't. It didn't make it. It didn't make the show sheet. In I was Milwaukee. Like, yeah, I was like, you know what? Jerry's going to get have this covered in the updates. Unlike of I course. didn't get yesterday in the updates. Uh, Jerry will have this covered. 48 points by Trey Young. He'll have some... You know, play-by-play from the... Listen to Boomer and Geo, morning 6 to 10.